Hey everyone, welcome back to today's episode of Nice to Have a Friend podcast. I'm Allison and I'm here with Mike. Er, <laughs> Are you? I've never done that before. Oh my gosh. Hey everyone, welcome back to Nice to Have a Friend Podcast. I'm Lauren and I'm here with my co-host Allison and we are so excited that you stumbled upon our episode today. If you're new around here, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or share us with someone you know. This really helps us grow and meet new friends like you. But without further ado, let's get into the really exciting part of this episode. Lauren, how was your weekend? Okay, I had a great weekend, actually. We went to Gatlinburg. Um, It was the first vacation besides our honeymoon that we took like completely by ourselves. And we've been to Gatlinburg countless times together because Preston's family goes a couple times times a year but I went to Gatlinburg with Preston's family countless times in high school so this was our first in college and this was our first time going by ourselves and it was so fun but so weird to be there like alone I kept feeling like we needed an adult or something there to supervise our (laughs) trip or tell us what to do but yeah it was a blast and we went hiking um on the Mount LeConte trail we stopped at Alum Cave but that was a blast what did you do this weekend though so on our notes for like how's your weekend we just kind of write a little note to show what we're talking about and i just wrote a i just wrote ah with like 10 capital h's because that's kind of what my weekend was um i got the blessing and opportunity to work graphics for the sec networks broadcast of the tennessee missouri game which I kind of talk about doing that on a regular basis, so that may not sound like it's special, but students and people that are not full-time ESPN employees do not get to do that under normal circumstances. So getting roped in to be able to do that during COVID when they can't send in crews like they normally would to work this game was a super big deal. But um, I had, like, I was in our studio for 20 hours within like a 35-hour window um, preparing for this game. There were a lot of, like, link issues and just like problems that had to be solved um but by the time it was over it was awesome but my roommate and i she was doing it too but she was working on cameras where i was working in the control room and by the time the game was over we just came back here put on pajamas crash like didn't leave the apartment again until monday um it was just it was a cool experience but i also feel very drained and i'm not gonna lie to you guys i'm in the middle of like the hardest month that i've had since i was a junior in high school i am very spread thin like butter on toast right now but we're we're trying to make it i'm glad to be here with lauren and i'm also very excited to talk to our guest today because she understands what it's like to be spread thin in the position that i am in right now <laughs> Yeah, so speaking on that, our guest today is Lottie Smalley, YouTuber and PR internship expert. She's a 2020 University of Georgia grad, so that's our first rival school graduate guest. Go Ah, Vols! Scandalous! Lottie currently (laughs) creates regular YouTube videos for her more than 80,000 subscribers. Featuring vlog content and day in the lives, Lottie shares her experiences with interning, graduating in the midst of a global pandemic, and that post-grad trying to figure everything out, lifestyle, all at once. She recently wrapped up her second time interning with the Coca-Cola company, but she has also interned in New York City a couple times and just has a lot of great experience and advice to share with us today. So I'm super excited. Well, without further ado, like to introduce our guest for today, Lottie Smalley. All right, everybody. So today we have a very fabulous guest 
who has seen me at my worst because she knew me in middle school. It is the fabulous Lottie Smalley. Lottie, first of all, welcome to Nice to Have a Friend. We're so honored to have you here and for all the support that you have sent us through like Instagram and texting us and obviously just being really excited to show up on the show. We are so glad you're here. Um, but for those listeners out there who don't know who you are, would you mind giving us an overview on who is Lottie Smalley? But it doesn't have to be that deep. Just like who you are, what you like to do, where you're from, yeah, etc. Of course. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, Allison and I were have been friends since sixth grade, so we go way back. Um, but yeah, we went to high school together and then we graduated and I went to the University of Georgia for college. My house is technically in Georgia, so I was in state for UGA. Um, but I usually just say I'm from Chattanooga cause I'm basically am. Um, so yeah, I went to UGA. My older brother went to UGA, but no one really else. We had one other girl in our grade go there, but I really went in not knowing many people, Um, but I kind of found my way and I majored in public relations, um, just graduated in May, uh, virtually (laughs) finished out my semester from home, just like all of the spring 2020 grads. Um, I've been involved in a lot of different kind of extracurriculars throughout college, um, had a few different, I did an internship each summer, um, of college, which was definitely really helpful. Um, what else? Oh, I have certificates, which are kind of like minors at UGA, um, in public affairs communications, as well as entrepreneurship. So those were kind of my other classes other than PR that I took. And what else? Um, oh, well, I have a lot of like fun hobbies on the side, um, as Allison mentioned. So I have been making YouTube videos since 2012. So since about freshman year of high school. Um, so that is something that I really love to do. And continued to the best of my ability throughout college Um, and I've just always enjoyed kind of social media and that aspect of PR too so I try to stay really active on all of those platforms but YouTube's probably my like primary platform um, that I stay active on so that's a little bit about me in a nutshell. Yeah just to give you guys an idea during quarantine one of my classes was for video production and so we had these episodes we were making as a class but obviously you couldn't do that anymore once we all had to go home so my teacher wanted us to try and be quote-unquote YouTube famous and so I had to contact Lottie here to give me some advice because I know how to edit um, that's kind of what I do and it's what I'm doing at my internship right now all the time but editing for YouTube is just it's a different game there's weird cut-ins you do to people's faces and graphics that you make and where to get the music so you were very helpful thank you for being on the phone with me for like two or three hours helping me figure all of it out (laughs) yay that's awesome yeah I mean editing for YouTube is definitely kind of a different process I feel like than maybe for something more like broadcast or I don't know every kind of video has a different vibe so it's cool to know the different tips and tricks for all the different types of videos and stuff like that yes and you just mentioned this but Lottie is a University of Georgia graduate um so Lauren and I thought it was kind of funny that you're on the podcast this week because when everybody hears this episode this game will have just happened the Saturday before um but we play Georgia this week in football um I'd like to say a prediction that Tennessee is going to pull off the upset um I think we know (laughs) what's going to happen oh I did want to mentioned that this Lottie is our first non-UTK graduate that we've brought on the pod. 
because all of our <laughs> other guests have been UTK grads. So this is awesome. Go dogs. Well, besides the point of you going to one of our competitor <laughs> schools, we thought it was kind of funny that you have a pretty similar major to Lauren's. What was your actual major? Because I know you have like a minor, some certificates. It's a Bachelor of Arts Public Relations. So just, yeah, Public Relations PR. Gotcha. Okay. Well, Lauren was really excited to talk to you about PRSSA because I know that she saw that you were involved in it as well. And didn't you say hers was kind of like different than what you'd ever seen Lauren yes and yeah. I saw your position that was on your LinkedIn I don't think that's a position that we have were you the director of digital media is that what it was yeah 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 um yeah I love PRSSA at Georgia um it was definitely like kind of like a second home at least for PR kind of purposes I joined PRSSA when I was a sophomore I actually went into UGA as a marketing major because I didn't really know what PR was and then when I realized that PR was a little bit more of like the fun and creative side and marketing was a little bit more of like the number crunching or at least that's how yeah. it's kind of set up through classes, which is like business versus communications. So I switched to PR my freshman year and then my sophomore year I joined PRSSA and I was on the social media committee. We have like a lot of different committees. It's a really that's great awesome. setup to get involved because you can get involved kind of at any age or level. So like your sophomore year, you can be on a committee and then you can like move up throughout the years. So it's really easy to get involved. And then even if you just want to be a committee member the whole time. Um, so yeah, I was on the social media committee my sophomore year. So I kind of helped with like post ideas for our accounts, things like that. Um, and then I actually was going to be the digital media director my junior year, which would have kind of set me up, I think, to be president my senior year. But I decided instead to take a position with the Student Government Association my junior year as the director of communications. And so then I stepped back from PRSSA my junior year and kind of focused on that. And then senior year, I came back to PRSSA and was the digital media director this past year. So I know that's a little bit confusing, but um, yeah, I mean, I love PRSSA. We've had so many great speakers and it's just, it's a really strong uh, organization at UGA. It's, I think, one of the largest chapters in the country, which is really cool. Um, and there's just a lot of great connections with Grady College at Georgia's, the communication school. Um, and so like with Atlanta being right there, we'll have speakers drive from Atlanta. So that's always really helpful too. Um, and being on eBoard was a great experience because we got to kind of network with the speakers a little bit more and kind of see the inside operations, things like that. So yeah, I mean, I love PRSSA, um, but you're involved too, right, Lauren? Oh my gosh, I love it too. But I'm so jealous hearing you talk about the committees because there were literally like five of us and most of the time, not everyone could come to the meetings or there was one semester that not, we could not meet all of us at the same time once to like go over really? anything. We had to do everything through GroupMe. There was just five of us. Like we did our very best to like put on great things, but with only so many numbers, like it was really hard to get everyone together. But I feel like we still did a lot of stuff at the same time. And I was always busy with it don't you think Allison like most of the time I was like I can't have PRSSA so yeah and your husband Preston and I would just come to meetings sometimes to just hang out even though I had nothing to do with PR because I was a journalism major yeah so I was president so I usually was like involved in everything like picking up the food and getting the speakers and mm -hmm. all of that stuff so it turned into so much time but yeah I think I got so many of my internships just because I had that on my resume and I don't think yeah. I would have gotten them if they hadn't saw 
saw like PRSSA president on there. So I know for a fact two of my internships were a direct result of that. Uh, have you joined PRSS or have you joined PRSA yet? I haven't. I'm still kind of figuring out where I'm going to land, I guess, because I think that they have different PRSAs for different states is how it's organized. Yes. And so I'm kind of waiting to see where I'm going to land professionally in the next year or so before I get like dive too deep into that. That's yeah. awesome. That's, that's crazy that that at Tennessee it's like five people because at Georgia like we had probably at least like 30 to 50 people come to every meeting. Well, we and had like, that many people come to oh, every okay. meeting, but we only on had the, like five on the executive board. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hear you. But yeah, it was just crazy. See, I wonder, I know that Georgia is sizably bigger than Tennessee and our communications college is pretty small, but how do you feel like your class sizes were? I don't know how many people were in my PR cohort, maybe 50 or 100, somewhere in that, that ballpark. And so pretty much everyone who's a PR major joins PRSSA. Yeah. UGA. It's like really encouraged. Would you say that's pretty true at Tennessee, Lauren? Yes. Yeah. Almost everyone does. We have this one professor who at like the very beginning, like basic PR class is like, if you do not join PRSSA, yeah, you will never get too. a job. Like she just hounds it so hard. And I think she puts the fear in everyone. And so they pay that $65 every year because of this one professor. So it's great. Yeah. Though. No, that's exactly how ours was, and um, that's even, like, one of our recruiting strategies, like, when we were trying to recruit people at the beginning of the year, every year, we're like, if you're a PR major and you're not in PRSSA, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what, yeah. are you gonna, what are you going to say in an interview? Like, I don't know. Now, shifting gears a little bit, now that we've kind of heard about some of your things you were involved in in college, um, one thing that Lauren and I have talked about a little bit on this podcast and I know resonated with you and things you talk about on your YouTube channel is kind of our college experience and how it panned out versus what we expected. Yeah. And so being someone who talks a lot about that on your YouTube channel, we wanted to kind of get your input on what was your college experience like? Do you feel like your expectations kind of aligned with what you really experienced uh that's a tough question I mean we're really hitting you hard no yeah I know but I mean I hear you so I mean here's the thing I think there's a lot of things that I wish went differently about my college experience but at the same time I look back and I realize that like everything happens for a reason and like if this didn't happen this bad thing didn't happen then this good thing wouldn't have happened if that makes sense and so while I do have a lot of just kind of what ifs. I'm a big overthinker. So I'll like think about this a lot. Like late at night, I'll be like, what if I did this or that? Or like, didn't live in this dorm? Or if I like joined this sorority instead? Like it's just, I will overthink about that all the time. But at the end of the day, I just kind of have to own my decisions and kind of the outcomes that came with them. I don't know. My college experience definitely was, I think kind of normal, but it's almost like that normal where it's like, everyone has like this hard this hardship in college like some kind of yeah. something they go through whether it's freshman year sophomore year like I think a lot of people it happens more at the beginning and then you kind of thrive a little more towards the end or at least that was the case for me and a lot of my friends but mm -hmm. people don't really talk about it and so going into college I didn't necessarily expect that I guess but I'm not going to say it was like super uncommon so yeah I'd say like the worst thing about my college experience um is just that I don't think I have a few like a handful of friends that I would call like my close friends that I came out with but maybe like three to five I can really think of that I could like call and have a conversation with 
And I have a lot of like class friends and like casual friends, these organization friends like PRSSA, SGA, like network kind of friends. But I would say I maybe have like, yeah, three, four people I could like call and talk to and like talk to about my life. And so I think that was one of the biggest things that I just kind of was sad about with my college experience. Like I wish I was able to meet some more people that I kind of vibed with, if that makes sense. But when I was making pro-con lists about where I was going to go to school, one of the cons on my list for UGA, which I don't want to like, I don't know diss anyone who loves UGA or like loves SEC schools but one of my cons was like the people because I just felt like I was gonna have a hard time finding my people and I kind of expected that um because I'm somewhere in the middle I'm not like a crazy partier but I'm also not really like conservative either um in like my social I don't know like uh, habits I guess like I'm kind of somewhere in the middle and I'm also not like super religious like I am a Christian and I believe in all of that but I'm not like someone to join like Young Life um, or like other things like that and that was kind of always the recommendation that I got I guess if I wasn't if I didn't want to like go out and like party quote-unquote UGA is a pretty big party school I think a lot of people know that and so it kind of felt like those were my two options I guess and I'm definitely fall somewhere like right in the middle of like I love having like a movie night I want to go out you know, a little bit on the weekends and socialize and meet people, but I don't want to like, like go crazy and not remember anything, you know, like I'm definitely like right in the middle. And so I think, I think there's a lot of people that feel that way and feel like they have to kind of like pick one or the other, um, or like lean one way or the other. And so I think that was one of the hardest things. And I think that probably would have been true at almost any school, not just Georgia. Cause that's like, I don't know, just something I struggle with finding those kind of like middle ground people, if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, and then I'm also like kind of artsy and creative with my YouTube stuff. Um, And so sometimes that can like throw people off, I guess. Um, And I'm like pretty confident about it. And so I'm not, I don't know, it's just not everyone like gets it, I guess, if that makes sense. And so um, finding people who are kind of like in the middle like that, people who kind of like got my creative stuff. Um, was just a challenge, I think. And so, but I think it's really normal. And so I like to talk about it a lot on my channel and on all my social media because it's, I think it's super common to kind of struggle with finding your people at school. Um, and like I said, I don't want to like diss any of my friends that I have made because I, whenever I say this, like I worry that they're going to like listen and be like, well, I thought we were friends. And it's like, we totally are. But, um, I mean, I really do like, value all my friendships but it's just I think anyone could agree like there's different levels of friendship and like my best best friends that I still talk to to this day a lot of them are from high school um I have a few like I said from college but I just kind of that was one thing that I think was definitely a struggle with my college experience but I had a lot of great things about my college experience too so I don't mean to whine no, that's not whining at all. And I feel like Lauren and I've talked about that a lot in our first season is I think you go into seasons of life with these expectations of things you've seen, whether it's like a movie or people you know. And I know even before I came to Tennessee, I wasn't going to join a sorority that was not on my radar. Um, but everyone mm-hmm. at our high school, it felt like was doing it. And so I would look at YouTube videos of like bid day and the sorority experience. And it seemed like it was like I had to do it to be happy and to have the like group of friends I was supposed mm-hmm. to have and go on spring 
bring break trips and do all this stuff. And it took me like one month even, maybe not even that long to realize like, this is not for me. These are not the kind of people I want to hang out with. And it's not that there's anything wrong with them. It was just, Mm -hmm. it didn't line up with what was important to me. And just like you said, it, it took me a while. My freshman year, I had a hard time adjusting to being in Tennessee. Like I did not like being here the first year and a half that I was here it took finding the right Right. people and finding the right places to plug in that mattered to me and I mean like I said Lauren and I basically it's kind of the whole genesis of this podcast was us wanting to say hey like you can have a friend in us because we're gonna be honest that we did not have it all figured out it wasn't all great it wasn't rose petals and sunshine the whole time so we 100% understand and it's not whining it's just we people need to hear that side of things represented totally yeah this is kind of the whole point of our podcast to be honest like we just felt like our experience was a little bit underrepresented in college. So we were like, well, let's talk about it. So it's honestly perfect. I'm glad that it all lined up like that. Well, one question that Lauren had for you that I don't know if you, sorry, I'm kind of usurping your ability to ask it, but she would ask me a lot about going to a girl's school because I'm sure it would probably surprise people that we went to high school that I really don't talk about it a lot. I do if somebody specifically asks me about it, Um, but I do feel like it was a very integral part of my learning experience and just growing up. And so she was kind of curious about your insights onto what it was like to go to an all girls school. I don't know. I kind of go back and forth on the whole girls school thing. Like, again, there's so many positive positives there were a few drawbacks um and also one of the drawbacks one of the main drawbacks about Allison and I's high school in my opinion is not even really to do with the fact that it was all girls it was just the workload it was a very intense college prep school and it just was so stressful and so really when it comes to it being all girls I have nothing but good things to say it's not like you live in a world without guys like you go to the grocery store and there's like guys there like (laughs) you go shopping to the mall like it's not like you're just in this like silo or it's just like oh it's just there's only girls here but yeah I mean I love the all girls school experience I think that it was really helpful to my confidence growing up like I think I I'm a much more confident person than I would have been if I went to a co-ed school. Um, I just really felt like I was able to be myself at school and like I could do anything I set my mind to. And like, I don't know, I, I really did like the culture at, at our school. Um, I met so many amazing friends through that school and it really fosters really great kind of like sisterhood and friendship. Um, more than my sorority did at school or any kind of group at my my college did. Did that make college easier for you? Because Alice, Al, you said that no college class was nearly as hard as most of your high school right. classes. Right, yeah, 100%. Okay, that's crazy I completely me. agree, yeah. So, yeah, when I got to UGA, I was, it was so easy. Like, it was, I had no words. Like, it was the easiest. Like, it was miles easier. Like, the I had to do so much less work. I was really able to manage my time so well and just like get things done. And my friends were like dying. Granted, I was on the pre like marketing communications track. And so I didn't have to take really like the chemistry and like those classes. So I guess keep that in mind. And then when I got into my major classes, I just love those so much that it didn't really feel like that much work. And I don't know. I mean, it definitely did teach me like really great time management skills. I just don't know if it was worth all the like emotional trauma like growing up to like have those then when I probably could have just kind of I don't know just a a better balance I think of like life and school probably would have been better but um but no I mean in terms of the all girls experience I loved it 
Okay, that makes sense. I always think it's going to be like, I think Allison's always going to say, it was so catty. There were fights every day. People were always out to get you. And then she's always like, no, there was no drama. It was usually like so low-key. And it's just, that's great because I think that helps girls as a gender reputation so much. Yeah, it was great. I really loved it. I Looking back, I remember I listened to your episode where you were talking about, like, fashion and uniforms and stuff, and, like, I definitely kind of had a similar experience, like, coming out of the uniforms and, like, getting into my own style. Um, I've always loved, like, fashion and beauty and stuff like that, which is kind of what some of my videos were initially about and still kind of about, but um, it was definitely interesting to kind of be given free reign in the fashion world. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Um, And I'm still kind of figuring it out, yeah. I think I've, like, finally kind of, I'm ki- I'm finally kind of getting it more. I think also it's a matter of, like, putting time into it. Like, I think that anyone can agree with that now is, like, you have to, like, research the trends and spend hours looking online for things that you think would be good for you. And, I mean, I'm a big online shopper right now because of COVID, but, like, it definitely takes a lot of time to, like, like your style and get into it and be excited about outfits. And so that was one thing, too, that, like, I just wasn't used to having to do, I guess. And so um, sometimes I would put more time into it and then I would, like, put less. So I would have, like, really cute outfits for one season and then I'd, like, just be wearing leggings for in, like, the winter and stuff like that. So anyways, it was definitely an interesting kind of transition, though, out of that. You explaining this just unlocked a core memory out of my mind to just further give the listeners an insight into my personality. But one thing that I really had to learn coming out of an all-girls school was wearing makeup, because we we didn't wear it every day. And if people did, it was just because they wanted to. Like, I never wore it. Um, And one time we went to Disney World for our eighth grade class trip and Lottie and I were both in the same little group of pals and she was a little scared to ride Tower of Terror. So I bargained with her and said, if you ride Tower of Terror, I will let you put mascara on me for our next dance because I wouldn't wear makeup to middle school dances because I just refused to do it. So she did ride the Tower of Terror and I think you thoroughly enjoyed it. (laughs) Um, And then she had to pull that bargaining chip back out in the future and forced me to wear mascara to a middle school dance in the eighth grade when I was like 13 or 14 and should have known better. Um, But the good thing is I wear makeup um, more often and I do wear mascara most days when we're not in a quarantine. Uh, But I just thought that everyone would enjoy that story. That's (laughs) hilarious. And then I also did Allison's makeup for May Day, which is like at our high school, it's like a celebration of the seniors, which that was really fun, too. Oh, man, I forgot about that. There's a lot about that day that I don't remember. <laughs> I have a really fun, I have a really pretty picture of, like, us in that room where I was doing your makeup. It's, like, one of my favorites from May Day. Um, but moving ahead into our next question for you, I know that you're very passionate about career building, about internship experience, and really bolstering a resume. And so we were wondering if you could give us a brief overview on your internship experiences in college. Yeah, so I did internships each year after a year of school. So after my freshman year, I had an internship, sophomore year, and so on. So When I finished my freshman year, I had switched to PR at this point, and I ended up going to New York, which was really fun. Um, New York was somewhere that I'd always loved. I spent um, a month there before my senior year of high school, and I almost went to school there, actually. Um, But I thought it would be kind of like the best of both worlds to get to spend summers there, because the weather is a lot nicer there in the summers um, than the winters, at least. And so 
it was kind of a great best of both worlds kind of thing, like I said. So I went there after my freshman year, so this was 2017, and I interned for a few weeks with um, a PR firm. It's like a really small, so there were four of us total in the office at the time. It's called MBA Partners now. Yeah, I mean, that was great. It kind of showed me some of the basics of PR. I didn't really get to do anything glamorous. I would like edit press releases. I did a lot of Excel work. I, oh, we use Scission too, which is like a PR yeah, tool where that. you can find, yeah, like emails and stuff for reporters and different, you know, people. And so it was really great to learn Scission. Like it's just the little things that I picked up really helped me and then that way I was able to get an even better internship the next summer. I went back to New York and I interned at Small Girls PR, which is a much bigger agency in the city. There was just a lot more going on, I guess, there than my initial experience. So yeah, I worked on the influencer and digital team. They kind of brought me on because I think I had that kind of like influencer experience personally and I knew I wanted to kind of see the other side. And I, I don't like calling myself an influencer necessarily, but people who have the like quote unquote creator, influencer, experience do a really good job on the other side because they know how to reach out and kind of who would be a good fit things like that oh to get that internship i literally just cold emailed they're like hello at small girls pr email um so that's one tip i always give to people is like don't be afraid to just cold email a bunch of people because you never know who you'll get back who will get back with you and I just find that it's a much more successful way to reach out than like those portals where you just submit and it just goes into the like, I don't even know where and no one ever gets back to you. So um, that's one of my biggest tips for like internships and stuff. Um, so yeah, I did that. And then after my junior year, I actually stayed in Atlanta for my internship and I interned with Coca-Cola North America um, on their public affairs and communications team, which was just the coolest experience. I have nothing but good things to say about that. Um, and that was a pretty like competitive and rigorous like application process. The spot that I got was for a Grady student. It's always reserved for a Grady college, which is my college um, student. That was definitely like kind of, I don't know, scary going through it because it was like you were competing against your friends and your people in your classes for the spot. It wasn't just like with other applications, you know, you don't know really who else is going for it. I just really couldn't even believe it when I got it. And it was just, yeah, the best experience. And then this summer actually, so from June until actually just like a week or two ago, I was interning with Coke, Coca-Cola Company Global um, virtually as a digital experiences intern. Um, and that was a really great experience as well. So yeah, just a lot of, you know, kind of varied experience from agencies to corporate and things like that. But, but they've all really helped me kind of refine my interests, know what I like, know what I don't. I really recommend to everyone to do as many internships as you can before you graduate because it'll help you be, I think, a lot happier in whatever job you decide to take post-grad because there's nothing worse than like getting into something and realizing you don't like it and you got to figure a way out. So I think it really helps to kind of have that like trial period with internships. And sometimes I wish I had like, you know, taken a summer off and like traveled or studied abroad. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't be where I am today without having those experiences. And um, I'm really glad that I did have those. PR just pushes internship. I think any PR department around the country absolutely almost requires yeah. in, like internships because I think where our industry is just so diverse, honestly, like I think if you're an engineer, like you go work as an engineer in like a 
production format and you kind of are in this box. But in public relations, there's agencies, there's firms, there's small agencies, large agencies, corporate, public ed, like um, there's just so many different things. So you kind of have to do the internship to know what you want. Otherwise, when you come out, you're just literally running around like a chicken with your head cut off because there's so many different aspects. And then you could also join like sales or you could also do something like journalism. So I think... Yeah, our major is more specifically internship focused and I love what you said about taking a summer off or something because, but then knowing that you wouldn't be where you are now because I actually kind of did the opposite thing and only interned during the semester except one summer Um, and then I would like, I studied abroad one summer, I worked like at a bank one summer, like I did a bunch of different things. And then I only interned during the semester and I look back and think, well, should I have only done it in the summer? Because then I would have had a lot more fun during the semester. So I think either way you can kind of like look back on college and be like, oh, what if I'd done it like that? So I totally relate (laughs) with what you're saying there. Well, not only was Lottie balancing college and all of the career and internship stuff, but she also has a YouTube channel that you have been posting on for eight years now, which is crazy because I remember you starting it um, and seeing you kind of like tinkering on things in the hallways at school um so we wanted to ask you what made you want to start a youtube channel and then how have you grown with your channel or how has your channel changed over the years yeah well i think that's a great just like point is that my channel has grown as i have grown it's definitely changed a lot over the years but my passion for it not to be cheesy (laughs) has like always remained very um very strong so um yeah i mean i started in 2012. Um, I loved watching beauty gurus, the OG beauty gurus um, back in the day, like uh, Juicy Star 07. She actually lived in Tennessee, which I just thought was crazy because she seemed like a celebrity to me. Um, And so I loved watching her and there were just a few others. um, And that was just something I looked forward to doing every day when I came home from seventh grade or eighth grade was finishing my homework and then getting to watch my beauty gurus or I would like procrastinate my insane amount of homework and like watch them and then come back on and then get my homework done like late at night and it was just a mess but it was something I really loved doing so I don't know I guess I was just watching them and I thought you know I could do this like why why couldn't I do this this seems like so much fun I've always loved to perform so I did dance growing up uh, I did theater and kind of performing in a sense is always something I got a lot of joy from and so to me this kind of had like a performance element to it because you like turn your camera on you're talking to everyone you know you have your online friends and so it was just something that I thought would be fun to do and I had a love for kind of like beauty stuff. I know with wearing our uniforms um, in middle and high school, I really got into beauty because I couldn't really get into fashion in a sense. I mean, I could, but you know, not the same way. And so beauty kind of turned into an outlet for me to kind of express myself and um, play with my creativity in that sense. Um, And also like, you know, hair, makeup, nails, all that stuff was so much fun for me. So I really kind of started it as a bit of a beauty channel. As I grew up, it, like I said, kind of grew with me. I did a lot of back to school series in high school, which did really well. And so that really helped my channel grow. I'm a big organization gal. And so 
um, kind of just sharing that part of my life and people just loved that for some reason. So as I went to college, it kind of turned into a little bit more like lifestyle, like sharing about my experience, like things you need for your dorm. Um, it wasn't as much like my makeup routine, which I still did videos like that, but I also love the aspect of like giving advice and tips and like knowledge to girls who are maybe a year or two behind me. Now it's kind of turned more vlog based. I feel like vlogs got really, really popular like right as we got into school, like freshman, sophomore year, and then they really took off like sophomore, junior year. That turned out to start being all I was getting requests for. I was like, let me know what video requests you have. And everyone would just be like, vlogs, just do vlogs. Like, we want to see day in my life, week in my life. And so um, I started doing that a lot more. And that's kind of what it's turned into. And then I'll include in my vlogs, like, a favorite beauty product or, you know, a new jacket that I got or whatever it is. So kind of integrating that fashion beauty element into the vlogs. Um, And I've also gotten kind of into, like, wellness and also career. So it's kind of just lifestyle like I said just anything I'm interested in um so yeah just kind of grown with me I know that was kind of a long spiel but that's a little bit about my YouTube journey but I watch YouTube all the time and I watch all of your videos because Allison showed me your channel and then I was like oh my gosh because for once I had someone that I like kind of knew and I think yeah YouTube gives you the ability to feel like you know someone so yeah it's like crazy how attached you can get to people so I felt like when Allison showed me this person I was like finally I got kind of know someone who actually is yeah do you get that way like do you get attached to people that you watch yeah I mean I think for me as a creator I have to be careful not to get too attached to people that I watch just because it can be hard to kind of like draw the fine line between like being influenced by people you like to watch try like sometimes I'll try to like act like them in my vlogs or be more like them because because I'm being influenced by them and I think their vlogs are fun and I like to watch them and so like maybe if I act more like them people would like to watch my vlogs more or my videos and so you have to be really careful because I think that's normal, but at the same time, you don't want to be, personally for me at least, I don't want to be anyone other than my true self in my vlog. Yes, I, think I didn't it's even so important think about to, that. like, stay true to you, and so that's, like, one thing I have to, like, kind of watch, because I can catch myself doing it, and even same with the editing, like, sometimes I'll catch myself kind of, like, editing vlogs that's not my style and is more, like, someone else that I watch, and I'm like, okay, hold up, like, is this really what I want to do? How do I want to edit this? Yeah. I will say as someone who knows you, it's kind of cool to see you grow and see people comment on your videos and say things like, oh, you're so, oh, can you do this? Can you do this? And I just think it's funny because when I could, I would go in and comment stuff, but sometimes it would be like four or five months later. So I didn't know if you ever actually saw things, but I've always been watching and supporting from afar. I'm just trying to be better. the crossover episode when Allison was selling strawberries and Lottie went to pick some up (laughs) at her grandparents' strawberry farm. The crossover episode. I was like, Allison, that's my friend. It was so funny. Well, what's so funny is Lauren was like, did you see that she linked your YouTube channel down below? And I was like, honestly, no, because I didn't watch that video for like three months because I didn't want to see what I looked like in a mask at my grandparents' farm. And it was a me. It was like totally just me being vain. And she thought that was so funny. She's like, she literally gave you a shout out and you didn't even know. And I said, yeah, I know. I watched everything else. But then I went back and watched that one, obviously. But yes, Lottie's family is a, a nice, has always been a supporter of my grandparents' produce side of their farm um i see you every year and you always happen to come when i work because i don't work every day but i always see your mom or your brother or you 
at some point yep. during the summer, which is always kind of funny. Make an effort. But moving on from that, so you are someone who is like us, graduated during the middle of coronavirus 2020. Um, what did you think that kind of this year was going to look like upon graduation? Or did you have an idea in your head? Because um, I'm sure right now it's not anywhere near, yeah, anywhere near where you were anticipating being. Yeah, so... I mean, I don't know. I didn't really have a full plan for this year. Back in January, I went on a trip to DC and did some agency tours. I definitely thought I would be at an agency over the summer, whether it was like an intern or a full-time position. Obviously, I was at a company instead of an agency, so that definitely was different. I applied to a bunch of things over spring break, and at that point, I kind of knew that we weren't going back. Um, my mom had me bring home like so much stuff for spring break because she just had the vision. I yeah, kind of knew. I feel like for the PR field, the job search happens a lot later than it does for a lot of other fields because when you get hired, a lot of times it's like for immediate hire. It's not like a lot of these agencies just don't plan out that far in advance unless it's an internship. And so I would apply to internships kind of all year, but I really didn't want to take an internship post-grad. I was feeling kind of like, I've already had like three, which I actually had an internship in high school. So I was like, I've already had four internships and like blah, blah, blah. Like I don't need like- I'll be fine. Yeah. My parents were like, (laughs) this would be absurd. But then I slowly began to come to terms with the fact that I would probably have to take a post-grad internship. This was before COVID even happened, just because like my career counselors and stuff were like- It's just so normal in the industry. And, like, for agencies especially, a lot of them have, like, summer internship programs, you know. And then at the end of the summer, you could get hired on full-time if, you know, you did a good job and there's a spot. And so that was kind of what I was expecting was to be at some agency interning, probably in New York or D.C., and then hopefully getting hired full-time at the end of the summer was kind of what I had in mind. But at the same time, I was, like, kind of panicked because I was like, what if I, like, move my whole life to New York or D.C. and then they don't hire me? Like, that's kind of, I don't like that. So um, that was one thing that I was, like, not fully about, but I was probably, probably would have risked it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my life definitely is looks different now because all of those agency internships got canceled. They didn't have any, like, virtual ones. I was having a few interviews for those, but they all ended up emailing me being like, we're canceling our program. <laughs> nice to know you. I was like, great. Um, but Coca-Cola luckily um, brought in a few virtual interns. It's probably about half of the amount of interns they usually bring in, but I was still so happy to be a part of that group and just worked out. So I've been interning, you know, from home this summer and it's definitely not exactly what I expected because Working at a company in communications and PR is something that a lot of people kind of strive for maybe in their like 30s, later in life, because a lot of times you need that agency experience to get those positions at a company because they don't really have like entry level communications roles at companies. Um, And so it was just cool to kind of get that added company experience and perspective over the summer. I was going to say that's interesting that our field has the you need to kind of get experience because that's what it was always said to me about trying to do something in electronic media is that it's like you could go to grad school but it's probably better for you to get a postgraduate internship and build a portfolio so I'm in the same boat exactly that's interesting to hear you say that experience is much more valuable than like degrees I feel like in the field 
for PR. Yeah, for sure. And I love what you said about how PR does not hire out as far because I interned for HGTV in the spring and there was a Mm -hmm. junior who I ate lunch. It was like her junior spring semester and I was a senior and I ate lunch with her pretty often and she was so stressed like applying to jobs and she was a marketing major and I was like, wait, what? You're applying to like jobs for after you graduate next year? And she was like, yeah, and I'm so behind. Like I'm already so behind. And I was like, no, you're not. Like, oh my, no, she's not. I was literally, it was February and I was graduating in May and I had not applied to that many jobs. (laughs) And I was like, um, I think you are not sure exactly what PR people hire. Like it's very, you start in two weeks pretty much. Like even if you have to move across the country. Yeah, exactly. And so my mom would like send me things and she wouldn't really know that. Like my mom is the best. And so she'll like send me job things. She'll just see it and be like, hey, you should apply for this. I'm like, mom, it's March. Like they're going to want me to start like in in two weeks. Like I can't yet. Like I'm not graduating. But so many other industries hire a year out, like sales, all the big Mm -hmm. accounting firms, engineering firms, they all hire like year or like six months out crazy exactly yeah and like my closest friends at Georgia one of them it went to PT school so she wasn't really looking at jobs and then one of them was a journalism major so she was like right in the same boat as me um and so those are probably like my two closest friends and and so none of us were like freaking out about it but I did have friends who were like already getting jobs um that were in the business school and I was like if I were roommates with them or I was like closer with them I would feel so much more pressure and stress so I think that's something to remember like if you are surrounded by people who are already job searching and you feel like you're behind like I think compare yourself don't ever compare yourself but if you're gonna like think about the other people like in your classes and your like major related clubs like talk to your career consultant because like it's it's definitely normal to mm-hmm. not get a full-time gig until right up close to the, to the end. No, I mean, seriously, this internship that I'm doing. So I knew before I went to the Disney College program that I wanted to do this internship. Like I knew with everything in my being that I wanted to stay. I wanted to get this camera experience from these people that are the most quality camera people and editors as far as sports production you can do that's not NFL films. And so I left knowing that was my mindset. So I came back in October of senior year. My friend um, Courtney that worked with Andy and I, we would all like hang out after class and they would be looking at jobs and she would be like, are you not applying to stuff? Are you not applying to stuff? And I would sit there and I would get like a mini panic attack on the inside every day. Like, should I be applying to full-time jobs? when I have this internship and I would, I'm like, I already have this internship. I do not need to be applying to be an associate producer at ESPN. Like I don't want to do that yet. So yeah, yeah, it's like even people, even when you know what you're doing, it can be stressful when other people are doing something that's like salary and benefits and you're not. So (laughs) hang in there, everybody. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So Lottie, what, even though we like just reminisced on the past year and how it's all been crazy, if you could nail down one professional or personal goal for the next like near future or next five years or something, where do you see yourself kind of going or one goal that you kind of focus on right now? Something that I really try to do is be a quote lifelong learner. And so that's one goal that I do have for like my professional career as I embark on it and I'm leaving school is to always keep learning things. I think it's so important, especially in PR, to stay up to date with 
trends and how people are communicating because it is changing every day. Um, one of the things that bothers me the most about working in certain environments are the older leaders who don't keep up with, you know, TikTok, things like that, that are going to be really effective uh, for communication, especially, you know, I work in like, inf- well, I would like to eventually possibly work more on like influencer marketing type stuff. I love social media. And so keeping up with all of that is really important to me. So that's a goal that I have. And so I spend more time on my phone than I would like to, but I kind of just chalk it up to like career research. Like I need to be on here to see like what the memes are, what are the trends, how are people communicating, like what are they using, you know, things like that. And so that's one of my goals. But like to go along with that, just continuing to develop my skills in a lot of different areas. So I've told Allison this, but I'm working on, well, I want to learn Premiere Pro for editing. That's Adobe's Mm -hmm. editor. Um, I use Apple's editor, Final Cut Pro right now, which is another like professional editing software. But um, Premiere is another one that's like really important to learn for the industry. And so um, something I really love doing and kind of get stuck with doing in a lot of my internships and jobs is a lot of the like content production because no one else knows how to do it and so we'll all like plan the content and then they'll be like okay Lottie can you go make that gif or that video or whatever it is for us to put out on this social or send to you know whoever whatever and so I really love that aspect and I like getting stuck with that and so I want to keep upping my skills I guess in that realm so that's like a professional goal I have for myself Um, And that's kind of something that I tried to do over quarantine before my internship. So like in May, I had a lot of downtime because I graduated right at the beginning of May and then my internship didn't start until the beginning of June. So I taught myself how to make the augmented reality filters. So like the lenses on Instagram. So I made a few of those, which is really fun. So just kind of things like that, like always teaching, always learning um, and being open to trying new things and all that good stuff. So that's kind of like a professional goal I have like going forward um, in terms of just growth and continuing to stay on top of things. That's really good. I feel like that's a really good point because being a lifelong learner is a goal that we should all have, honestly, just because, especially in our industry, how things change all the time, like you said. But after you looked forward a little bit, let's look back. And could you answer what you saw yourself doing when you were like five? Or what did you think you were going to be like when you were this age, when you were younger? Yeah, I love this question. Um, So the very first thing I can ever remember wanting to be was a bus driver, which like is so (laughs) I would never want to do that now. Like I have no idea why I wanted to do that when I was five. But I think what it goes back to is like this performer thing. So what I would do was like, I would eat my dinner or whatever. And then I'd use my plate and pretend it was like the wheel. And like when I wanted to be a bus driver. And so I think it was like, that was kind of like performing to my family in a sense though. And like I said before, I've always loved performing like dance, theater, YouTube, like you name it. Um, It's something that I have a huge passion for and like storytelling too. And so that's kind of where like my video editing love comes from, my content creation, like social media is a lot of storytelling, a lot of like connecting with people, helping people. And so I think like one of the main things I could think about that I wanted to be growing up then after I got over the bus driver thing was just 
And Lauren, you said this, and I was listening to you, your guys' like intro for the season, and I was like, oh my gosh, Lauren, like literally, that's me. And I, I like, I just wanted to be famous. Like, <laughs> yes, I thought it would be so much fun. And like looking back, I think for a few different reasons, but like I really wanted to be that like role model for people, and I still, and I think I still kind of do that today, or I try to. Um, and so I think. I would be like proud of where I am today, like my my younger self. But like I dressed up as Lizzie McGuire uh, for Halloween in kindergarten. Like I was obsessed with the Lizzie McGuire movie, how she like performed in Rome. And then I was obsessed with Hannah Montana. So like, I don't know, when I was little, that was definitely what I loved. I always loved to sing and dance and all of that stuff. So I definitely probably would say I just wanted to like go on American Idol or yes. like get sent to Hollywood or whatever. Um, and I don't know, like, I think that sounds, like, kind of vain, like, when you just hear it on the surface level, but I think it really goes back to, like, that love of performing and storytelling and also, like, helping people, like I said, and kind of being that person that people can look up to. Like, I know I really only follow celebrities or influencers who I feel like have a positive impact on me or my life or my mindset and people who are doing, like, good in the world. Like, I obviously will read and keep up with, like, all of the celeb gossip and stuff, but I really look up to a select few, and I wanted to be one of those who could be someone who, like, kind of inspired confidence in others and kind of, like, what I do now, but it's just in a so different way than I ever expected. Like, I think giving people tips, you know, on, like, what to bring to your dorm or like how to make friends in college or like, I don't know, any of these things can, can give you so much more confidence going into the situation. And it can be such like positive knowledge that then is like a vehicle to self-acceptance and like just being yourself, being your best self. And I just really want to be that person who shows other people how awesome they already are and how they already have everything that they need. Um, and so I think it kind of like all comes together well, but like on the service level, just being like, I want to be famous. Um, I think it's kind of a funny thing to think about, but I, I mean, it's definitely something that's like fun and social media has definitely kind of changed the way that fame I think looks while we have grown up. And, um, I don't know, it's definitely just been an interesting path. Um, I love like meeting girls on campus, like who will come up to me and be like, are you Lottie? Like it just like makes my day when that happens because like actually seeing the faces on the other end of the screen is like so, so cool. Cause that's just not something that's really a part of the job, um, of being like a YouTuber or a content creator a lot of the times. And so kind of getting to see them and hear their voice and like see what they have to say is like so cool. Um, and I never want to seem like you know, like, I'm too perfect, or, like, I'm too cool, or whatever, that's, like, not the kind of famous I'm talking about, it's, like, a different kind of, like, level, and I give, like, Jennifer Lawrence as an example a lot of times, because she's just, like, so down to earth, and relatable, and, like, her interviews and stuff, and that's just someone I really look up to in terms of, like, keeping it real, because I just am not the kind of person to be, like, yeah, everything's perfect, my life is perfect, um, here's my perfect day, my perfect, you know, outfit, my perfect life, whatever, and so I just think it's important to show the real stuff. And I think that can help a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a long-winded answer. But that's kind of, I think, some of my, like, goals or was growing up and is how I've kind of 
uh, changed them and they've evolved. No, I love that because when I gave the answer, I want to be famous, I was like, this sounds so bad. So you kind of have to explain <laughs> it a little bit so I can yeah. understand. <laughs> Well, we might not be able to get you famous, but one thing we can do is connect you guys with Lottie. So if you don't already follow her, we're going to let her tell you where you can find her, keep up with her. Obviously, she's on YouTube, but where else can the listeners find you and keep up with you, Lottie? Yeah, of course. So I'm on YouTube. You just search Lottie Smalley. I'm sure my name will be in the show notes somewhere so you can get the spelling. Um, But yeah, just search Lottie Smalley and then... Same for pretty much every platform. I'm just at Lottie Smalley on Instagram, Twitter. You can add me on Snapchat if you want. Um, and then on TikTok, my username is currently won the Lottie, um, as in like won the lottery. So it's like W O N the Lottie. Um, and I've been posting some like fashion kind of inspo stuff on there. I've been getting more into that lately. So that's a fun outlet. So if you're a TikTok fan, hit me up on there. Oh, and then my website's just like Lottie. It's all just Lottie Smalley pretty much except for tiktok so yeah (laughs) i will compile all that for all of you people down below in the show notes like you said thank you for acknowledging that because i work very hard on the show notes and my child as if i don't edit this podcast too but the show notes i I can do the show notes and she was like no i really like them and i was like okay yeah i know i do my description boxes for all my youtube videos so i'm always like it's down below All right, everybody, that wraps up our conversation with Lottie Smalley. And listeners, I'm going to let you in on a fun fact. Do you want to know the fun fact? So I've been paranoid since we started this podcast that at some point I was going to delete the audio file for the episode. And do you want to know what I did today? I deleted my audio file for this episode in the middle of it. Um, So let's just say I turned very red. I'm sure that Lottie is going to be laughing at that looking back because we were were showing a comparison between my shoulder and my neck because I was so embarrassed and upset about it. But it's okay. You can't cry over spilt milk or deleted episodes. So I just want to let you guys know the magic of editing because... I'm, I went back and recorded everything that I said up to like the last 10 minutes of that interview. So um, just so you remember, we're not professionals. <laughs> I'm just laughing at myself that I'm saying this, but letting you guys know behind the curtain because we talked about being real on this podcast. So anywho, uh, Lauren, how are you feeling about that episode? <laughs> you are so much for me right now. You're cracking me up. She's laughing because I've been on a roller coaster of emotions. I was crying about this like five minutes ago. Now I held laughing. it together. I held it together for the rest of the interview, though. Like, I didn't look like I lost my composure. And then... Well, I thought that episode was great. I really love how we've gotten to talk to a lot of people who are actually very similar if you write them down on a piece of paper they are pretty similar but I love hearing what they all have to say that's so different and what they all bring to the podcast table that's a little bit different and yeah I was looking forward to having the conversation with her the whole time that we were planning all of these episodes and recording everything honestly because I just love what she's doing right now and I think it's really unique and even though she's doing something crazy like different than us like producing YouTube videos every single week she's still in the exact same boat as us with figuring things out and getting plans canceled and yeah that's what the season was supposed to be about and so that mm-hmm. episode I think is just a quintessential nice have a friend season two episode I agree and I think she is a really good example of someone who's seen a lot of career success and just shows that we're all in the same boat when it comes to 
something outside of our control ripping the rug out from under us but i know that she'll land on her feet somewhere cool whether it's new york atlanta i don't know youtube headquarters we'll see but yeah we'll have all of her information down in the show notes so definitely go check her out um it's kind of a personal just like yay for her because i really i remember seeing her work on her youtube in the eighth grade hallway of our middle school maybe it wasn't that early but i just remember her fruitlessly working on this stuff when people didn't necessarily understand it because yeah. i mean vlogging and getting a youtube career in 2012 there yeah there was like shane dawson and jenna marbles there were people who were doing it but you know it was still a little like weird at the time and so she got in before the curve and seeing that she's found success with it and is kind of looking to tie in her corporate experience or pr experience yeah that's really cool that takes a lot of courage but allison i know you mentioned this has been like the worst week slash month ever for you but if you had to pick one shining star from the week let's get into our the one of the week if you're new here the one of the week is our segment where we pick the one person place thing or idea that was just the one thing we loved for the entire week so allison what was yours this week so in a week full of stress and chaos one thing that i have really enjoyed is the try guys youtube channel um the funny thing is i used to watch them a lot i kind of just dropped off for a while but lauren sent me this video of the try guys watching bts or the try guys like learning about bts you know two weeks ago and i was in the middle of that k-pop obsession that's still like sort of there but it's not as bad as it was like two weeks ago when i was being really obsessive about it and talked about it on here for a while um but after i watched that video i kind of forgot how funny they are and they've kind of branched off and made their own company so the try guys are a group of four guys it's zach ned eugene and keith and they would do videos for buzzfeed where they would go and try new things or teach people about things in a funny way and they broke off and made their own company because it was really successful now they have a podcast too i think their wives or their partners of like some of the try guys have a podcast as well but i just have been watching some of their stuff because they're short enough that they you can consume one kind of quickly but i like them because they're funny and they're educational at the same time um like zari and i were watching their k-pop series that they did like five years ago and even though it's k-pop related when we were going through all the k-pop stuff like a couple weeks ago they actually teach you about the culture they teach you about like why it's big or how it grew um and they have stuff from baking to restaurants to like skydiving doing american ninja warrior they just have a lot of fun stuff that you can learn and laugh at something so the try guys youtube channel was my pick this week so thank you for reintroducing me to them lauren on accident i was Uh, gonna ask you if you have seen the video where uh, i do not know all their names it's not keith um but it's the one whose wife is blonde ned okay have you seen the one where they make sushi donuts because i love that one it's really no. funny okay i'll you have to go watch back that and watch one. it okay well what was your the one of the week since i take it was not the try guys okay so i actually had a hard time picking mine this week because i've just been consuming a lot of stuff in the past week i feel like i go in and out with doing that but yeah i've watched a couple tv shows watched a couple movies and it was having i was having a hard time picking so i just decided to go with the american royals which is the book club pick from the book club that me and allison are in this month and I'd just like to add that everyone in this book club is done with the book except me. But do you understand why now that I'm not only 30% through the book? 
I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. No, you it's okay. This is me trying to make you no. feel pressure. No, I'm just letting the listeners know how behind I am. <laughs> okay, but book the book club. is American Royals, and it's the story of what would America be like today if George Washington had became a king instead of a president. And I thought I was just gonna, I was actually the one who like suggested the book for book mm. club, but I thought I was going to just like it. And I was like, well, this will be whatever. Cause I feel like the past few fiction books I've read have been like where the crawdad sing, like very heavy, the Dutch house, like very heavy books. And so I was like, ah, this is probably going to be okay. Whatever. I really liked this book and I want to order the second one and I'm so committed to this world and like everything about it and I want to watch a movie about it like it's one of those stories that you think about after you finish reading it and you like think more about it so that's definitely my recommendation and you've probably already read it because we're very late to the game on this book but if you have it I definitely recommend it. We'll link the Goodreads to it below so that you can read the summary and stuff. But yeah, it was actually on my to-read list, so I was glad when you suggested that one. And uh, my progress in the book is not indicative of my (laughs) want to read the book. It's just I go to read at night because I don't like reading during the day. And then after three sentences, I'm conked out and then my alarm hits and it's 3.30 a.m. and I'm back at it again. So we'll get there. I don't know. I may not have it finished by the first meeting, but I'll try oh gosh all right everybody make sure to continue hanging out with us by following along on instagram at nice to have a friend pod where we will share show updates behind the scenes making of the show and our favorite memes and trends stay tuned because we have another awesome guest coming up next tuesday and you won't want to miss her thanks for joining us today and as always we hope this episode reminds you it's nice to have a friend bye everybody (laughs) bye